0: This is Help Wanted, the show that makes your work work for you. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm money expert Nicole Lappin. On Tuesdays, Jason and I answer the helpline and help callers solve their work problems. And on Thursdays, I give you one way to improve your work and build a career or company you love. And it starts now. Okay, be honest. How responsive are you? You know, responsive to friends, colleagues, even strangers. How often do you get back to people? Well, okay, be honest. Have you ever previously thought about that (laughs) until I asked you right now? Because you really should. I have been thinking a lot about this lately because of Artie Sandstone. He is a talented pop artist and entrepreneur, and he recently emailed me about responsiveness. Because as he said, and I agree, it is more important than people realize. Here's a little bit of what he wrote me. He said, I find responsiveness to be one of the qualities I value most in people, and some of the best leaders and people I know are responsive. On the flip side, so many people I love and respect seem to place responsiveness on a lower level of importance. Why? It requires little talent and adds so much value. Okay, that's what Artie wrote. And like I said, I agree, responsiveness might be the easiest, simplest thing that you can do to make people happy, to show them respect, and to create new opportunities. It is why I reply to almost everybody who emails or DMs me, almost, I will emphasize more on that later, but I understand responsiveness, it is also hard and time consuming. So to do it right, we need a good strategy and a mission. Today, I will offer answers about what people get wrong about responsiveness, why it is so important, and how you can improve. And we are going to start with two, count them, two stories about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who showed me that nobody is too big to be responsive. So how did The Rock learn to be responsive? I'll tell you a little story. A few years ago, I interviewed Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his business partner, Danny Garcia, for an Entrepreneur Magazine profile. And as we spoke, we talked about the growing pains of their careers. And they told me this great story. So uh, back in 1998, one night, Dwayne and Danny are out to dinner at some restaurant, and some fans spotted him and came over. Uh, Excuse me, they said nervously, but can we have your autograph? And... Dwayne just was not in the mood. So uh, he said, sure. But, you know, he said it like huffily and coldly and annoyed. And the fans, they got the message. They apologized. I'm so sorry. So sorry. But Dwayne signed something for them anyway and then they hurried off. And after that moment, Dwayne and Danny realized the horror of what had just happened. Dwayne told me, well, actually, I'll just play you the audio from the conversation. I had an opportunity to make that person feel so good. And instead, they felt, they walked away apologetic and (laughs) awful when the reality is, I'm a lucky son of a bitch that somebody would care enough to come up and ask for my autograph or a picture or sign something on a piece of paper. So here's what they did next. Dwayne and Danny, they're sitting there at that table at that restaurant. Dwayne was just a jerk to those fans. And Dwayne and Danny, they are analytical people. So they just decided to run that whole scene, imagine that whole scenario from the fans' point of view. They imagined being the fans across the restaurant, seeing Dwayne, talking about whether to come over, worrying about intruding, but, you know, finally working themselves up, working up the courage. Oh, I don't know. We'll never have another chance to meet him. And then coming over and being disappointed. And that is when they realized something really important. Here's another quick moment from the interview. You also have this opportunity just to make people feel good. Right. And that's a powerful Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. to have. Here are my two favorite words that Dwayne used when telling this story. Number one, he used the word lucky. Yes, it can be exhausting when people want things. But as he said, he is lucky, a lucky son of a bitch, to be someone that people want things from. And then number two, he used the word opportunity. Opportunity. We have the opportunity to make people feel good because every interaction is an opportunity to create an outcome. Now, flash forward many years. Dwayne today, when I met him, has a reputation as one of the absolute nicest guys in the business. And I experienced it during our interview. I mean, you could hear the way that he talked, so warm, so friendly. We had a great conversation, him and Danny. And a few years later, I wrote a book, and I included just a single paragraph about them and a lesson that I learned from that conversation. And I mailed both Dwayne and Danny copies. I didn't expect to hear back. I just wanted them to have it. But then one day, I woke up and checked Instagram, and oh my god, I had a voice memo from The Rock. (laughs) It opened up, he said, yo Jason, it's DJ here. Because, uh, fun fact, socially, he goes uh, by DJ. Friends call him DJ. Uh, Number one, he said, I hope you're doing great. And then he went on. He was kind and thoughtful and complimentary. He thanked me for the book. It made my day. Uh, Hell, it still makes me feel great. Imagine it. This guy is in demand from everyone. He did not need to do that, but he still made time to be generous and kind because he is lucky and he saw an opportunity to make someone feel good. Now, why wouldn't you do this? Well, I guess here's the case against responsiveness. We can all agree responsiveness is good, but it's not easy. So are non-responsive people just being jerks? I don't think so. I don't think it's that simple. I think one of three things is happening. Problem number one, it's an organizational breakdown. Everyone has their own system for staying on top of things. And as we get busier, those systems strain. And then we must make a choice. Do we stick with a system that limits us or do we build a new one? Mark Cuban is a good example. He famously publicizes his email addresses and he replies to many people. I emailed him once and he got back like within an hour. And Mark, in interviews, says that he gets 750 to 1,000 pitches from founders every day. And how does he manage it? He has a system. He uses Gmail filters. He delegates follow-ups. He has built a way to be responsive. Because he prioritized it. Number two, problem number two. uh, You might just be prioritizing the big things. And I get it. Small tasks can distract from big tasks. And big tasks bring big value. So you don't want to drop the big stuff. But don't forget, small tasks like replying to people can add up to big value too. People talk. Reputations are built. I have been hired for speaking gigs because I got back to inquiries faster. It's true. They told me that. Also, people tell me that they followed my work for years and bought my stuff because I replied to them once years ago. Somebody recently just wrote me, this prompt attention to people in a personal way really stands you apart from others in the field. I really appreciate that. Thank you, (laughs) the person who sent that to me, Shirin. Um, And then here's uh, problem number three. They think it takes too much time. I just don't have the bandwidth, people will say to me. And I get that. Like I just said a minute ago, I reply to almost everyone. I don't reply to everyone. So here are my caveats. Keeping up with everything can super stress me out. It just does. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed. So when that happens, I take a break. Just give it a little time. I also do not reply to most promotional messages, like from publicists or salespeople, because there are just too many of them, and they're purely transactional, and I've decided to optimize for longer-term value and relationships. Now, this is not about absolutes. It's just not. It's not about doing every single little thing and holding yourself to some impossible standard. It's just about creating a stronger habit and ethos of responsiveness. And it is within your reach. This really is. Because here's the biggest thing that I've learned about responsiveness it is much easier than you think. When I became editor in chief of Entrepreneur Magazine, for example, my inbox exploded with requests. I felt a weight of obligation. But over time, I realized something you know, people don't actually expect me or you or anyone to give them everything that they want. They just really appreciate being heard. Simply replying thank you can make someone's day. When I say no to someone's request, they say they're grateful to hear back. And if you want to wow someone, just set aside a moment for extra thoughtfulness. I mean, The Rock sent me a 51-second voice memo. That's how long that voice memo was that I was talking about a second ago. 51 seconds. And I was overjoyed. I will love that guy forever. I will always sing his praises. All it took him was 51 seconds. This goes beyond emails or strangers. It's about friends, colleagues, networks. I once texted a question to a professional acquaintance who replied with a 15-minute voice memo and an offer to fly to New York for a meeting. And now we are building things together. Responsiveness. When I was dating, I replied quickly to text messages because why make someone wait? One girlfriend told me she really appreciated that because it showed that I cared and it shortcut her anxiety. And now we are married. Responsiveness. I am not saying you have to be 100% perfect. I am not. But I am saying, more than anything else, people want to feel heard. When you give them that, you convert strangers into fans and friends into partners. Just respond. And that, uh, as you may know by now, if you're a longtime listener of the show, comes from my newsletter. My newsletter is called One Thing Better, Each Week, One Way to Be more successful and satisfied at work, and build a career or company you love. It's a companion newsletter to Help Wanted, which you're listening to right now. So you can get it here. Just stay tuned. But if you want to read it earlier and also connect with me and explore a bunch of other things that I send out in the newsletter, like a cool community of readers, then you can subscribe at onethingbetter.email. That is onethingbetter.email. Just plug it into the web browser, onethingbetter.email. And you know what? True to form, if you get that email and you reply to it, it goes to my inbox, I'll get back to you because responsiveness. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case... LinkedIn.com slash Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lapin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance. Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right, well, talk to you soon.